You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. We love our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. You can find them in the heart of the Glebe, 779 Bank Street. And they also have the Send Shuttle that is heading right back to the bar after a happy victory at the CTC. The Senators get their first win at home in six games, beating the Calgary Flames 4-1, to pulling away in the third period thanks to the first goals of the season from Rourke Chartier and Travis Hamannick back-to-back. The chat wants positive Pillsy. Well, will they get them? Let's go. Positive Pillsy back in the house just before the Sweden trip. Uh, definitely needed some positivity before this team headed over the pond because... Ross, if that would have been six straight home losses plus two more home games in Sweden, that could have been an ugly stretch there. But the Ottawa Senators make sure to stop that skid. A 4-1 win over the Calgary Flames. And in the postcast, we vent or we vibe. We're vibing. Let's go. Let's go. The Senators dominate on the shot clock, 38-25. to But if you only watched the first five minutes of this game, you wouldn't have thought that would be the case. Corpus is the main reason why the Senators, one, weren't down 2-0 like they were the other night in a matter of minutes. But he also kept them in throughout. He made big save after big save. And then as we put in the title, the Senators pulled away in the third period, out shooting Calgary 12-2, outscoring them 2 to nothing. And wrapping a bow on what's been a pretty tough first part of the schedule. Yeah, and that's the thing, Ross. Like, we looked at this Calgary game this week. Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary. The Calgary one is the one we had circled. Like, that's a team down on their, on their luck right now. It's the game before you head over to Sweden. And a big thing that we've been talking about and Matt has kind of emphasized this is you don't want teams stewing over a loss for a long period of time. It would have been a couple days before the Sens get to go back in action uh, up against uh, teams in Sweden. So I'm so glad that they end this homestand off with a win against Calgary. Whew, what a relief. And they finally, finally are able to like, you know, get compound goal on top of a goal i feel like was that and maybe somebody's gonna pull out one of those first three home games when everything was going in and and it could have happened then but i feel like it's the first time in a long time that the senators have been able to you know have more than one line contributing at a time the the first goal matthew joseph great great net front presence he had that all game as well too right he also had drew the penalty out front as well um corpus allo has the helmet right now does he or did he already move it on? He moved it on to Kubalik, right? Kubalik has the helmet right now. People and in the he, chat can let us know, but I think that's right. It is. He got it in Toronto after the two-goal performance. Tonight, yep. he gets a one-touch assist. I didn't know he had that in his bag of tricks. Leaving well, a he hates having open. the puck on his stick, Ross, whether it's a shot or a pass. Wide open net. And he made no mistake there. Um, the chat wants to talk about Travis Hamannick. I mean, he's playing way too high in the lineup, but makes up for it. So you just have to remember he's an offensive defenseman, right, Pilsy? That's the thing. Don't expect this guy to be sh- a shutdown veteran defender. This guy's beaver tapping all over the ice. Timmy, I don't care you got 90 points. Pass the puck to Travis Hamannick, and he's going to put it in the back of the net. Hilarious. Great to see guys get their first, though. You don't want that to stretch out. Too long Definitely. into the season. Get the monkey off the back. Scary moment at the end of the game. Hopefully it's nothing more than a precaution, but 
Vladimir Tarasenko and Artem Zub bumped into each other, and Zub went right off. Tarasenko's kind of giving his head a shake. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, Zub is nothing more than uh, out for precautionary for the last 30 seconds and uh, get him right back in the mix because this is just a different team. They still have some defensive uh, problems, issues, if you will. You're going to need to break down at some point, but I think just overall, this team is so much calmer to watch when Artem Zub's out there. Well, and Ross, just it's, he's the right partner for Jake Sanderson and Jake Sanderson being set up for success plays a big role in this team being set up for success. So having Zuba Sanderson is great. And yeah, I am a little nervous Ross about that one with uh, Tarasenko and Zub, especially after Zub just coming back after kind of a, a more extended time away from playing after that ear injury. And you don't know, maybe something happened with his head there and that can affect what was going on with his ear. So Hopefully it's not a big deal, but at least Ross, there's a couple days off before they uh, have another game here, but probably you don't want to be traveling that much on a plane if your head's not feeling great. So fingers crossed that Zoob's okay. It'll be a happy flight over the Atlantic Ocean with the Ottawa Senators pulling away in the third, getting a 4-1 victory over Calgary. Ilzy, first two periods. We put out the tweet after the second. Let's get some thoughts. And it was the least confident I think I've ever seen this fan base as they're leading throughout a game. This this until until the fourth goal went in, I think was when the sigh of relief was was had kind of as a collective online. Like when when did was it for you where you're like, okay, I'm feeling feeling all right about this game? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I was feeling a little different than Sens fans, Ross. I wasn't like overly confident. Like I wasn't like, oh yeah, Sens are winning this game for sure, but I felt good that at least they were hanging on here and they weren't going to let this slip away uh, for most of the game. I thought once you get those bang, bang goals and it's, it's obvious four, one lead is pretty good, but the key is Ross, the momentum goals that we always talk about that get, they get that three, one goal, but that's not quite enough for Sens fans to feel confident about this team getting a win in November, unfortunately, but then you don't mess around, keep that, foot on the gas pedal and they get the 4-1 goal only what two minutes after and that really put this one to bed it just seemed like Calgary's top guys weren't clicking like Nazem Kadri was essentially invisible uh Jonathan Huberdo or Captain Casual as our guy Meth likes to refer to him other than that chance on the breakaway where Corpy absolutely stood him up and stops the five hole I didn't notice a lot from him either so this was a Calgary team that just they didn't have it going, and uh, we saw the Senators just had a back-to-back game on the second half where things just weren't quite clicking the way they wanted. And now Calgary, after a shootout game up against Toronto last night, you could tell it was kind of wearing on them, whereas the Senators, I don't know, at least to me, it seemed like they had fresher legs and were getting better chances. The announcers certainly wanted to make it known that the Flames had come back three times in the last week to to at least force overtime. They weren't able to do that tonight. Uh, One of the more peculiar stats that's growing and growing for Ottawa is since the home opener, their power play has converted in just about every game. Yeah. But never more than once. Yeah. (laughs) Just once. Hey, I'd rather that than none at all, Ross, but uh, they're, they're able to get it done here. And I thought, what what do you think of the five on three? I thought it was it was okay, but like man, a five on three for a minute and eleven seconds. Like I thought, once 
it was a five on four, they ended up getting better chances. But the five on three, they just seemed a little uh, discombobulated. They took too long to set up, and that was after yeah. the one. Like Giroux snaps back the the original face off, but then next thing you know, it's thirty five seconds later, and they haven't set up in the zone. They only really had that one chance. Chickering got a one timer, glove save, yep. nice save uh, by Dustin Wolf there, and then they were able to set up Norris once on uh, on the five on four. But still, disorganization was my final note on that five on three. And then yep. once Coleman scored at the end of the second period, I said no. I can't have the missed five on three opportunity be the story of this game. And it was prime for the pick and to be that, but uh, thank God it isn't. And we can move along, but the five on three, I feel like it's been a problem for the Sens for years. No, like they, they don't seem like the type of team that that's going to step on your throat when they have those opportunities, a minute and 11 seconds, Pilsy. Yeah. This wasn't your, your Baker's dozen seconds at the end of, of a power play, your second units out there. No, they had time to organize and they just didn't do it. Yeah, and I was uh, as soon as Chick gets that penalty drawn on him, uh, I was yelling at the TV to Drew, "Let him touch it! Let him touch it! Like just get the five on three in the face off. Drew's gonna win it. You're gonna be all good." But yeah, I agree, Ross. I feel like they just try to get a little too cute with it with the five on three, especially with the zone entry. Uh, especially when you have a power play like this, like when you've got shooters like Norris, like Chikrin, like uh, Tarasenko, like Kubalik, like don't mess around being cute with it. Just cycle the puck a little bit and then feed one-timers as much as you can. You don't have to try to go back door or to have three consecutive one-touch passes. Simple one-timers and let it rip. Kubalik might be a disher after tonight. That was that was one of the highlights of the night for the Ottawa Senators. That, that great effort play first and foremost from Drake Batherson Kind of a nothing shot, but created an offensive opportunity, and he went and got it. So credit to him. And he, he puts it out front to Kubalik, one toucher to Rourke Chartier, and that turns out to be the insurance goal. The Senators, by the way, give up less than two goals in a game for only the second time this season. The other, back in the fourth game of the Washington. year, so it's the span of nine games, that 6-1 win over Washington. But you can draw this one up as a Eunice Corpusalo certified W after um, uh, maybe one that he probably deserved a better fade in. And now look at him back to back wins wins for him uh, against Toronto. And now with he didn't get the decision in the the game he came in. No, no, Forsberg had already let in both. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brought myself right off the railroad there. But uh, Pilsy, what uh, what do you say we get to some Sen Central standouts? You know what, Ross? For once, I'm excited to get to send central standouts. You got two of them. I got two of them. Let's roll. Let's do it right after we tell everybody about our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. The Glebe Central Pub is right in the heart of the Glebe. 779 Bank Street, walking distance from Lansdowne. I saw there's going to be some more money going into the area. Good times are had at Lansdowne and always stop by the Glebe Central Pub. 779 Bank Street, love the games on. Not only that, but they always make sure that there's an interactive environment. We love that for the pub. We also love the Sens shuttle. So for $17, round trip gets you to and from the CTC, and the wheels on the bus go round and round right back to the GCP after the game. You can meet up with friends. Just have a great time, as you should after a Senators win at the Glebe Central Pub. 779 Bank Street. Visit them right in the heart of the Glebe for great food, great drinks, and the Ottawa Senators shuttle. Man, I love the GCP, Ross. This postcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Collective. Guys, if you run a solo small business, you're an army of one. But 
you still need some help. You need a CPA, a bookkeeper, separate payroll solution, and a whole lot more. Let Collective take care of the paperwork while you take care of running the business. If you're running a business of one, you're wearing many hats in your day-to-day. But with Collective, bookkeeping and accounting don't need to be one of them. Don't worry about the numbers. As uh, you guys know, Ross and I, not math guys. If we needed a business to take care of, we'd be looking to Collective, that's for sure. You can start saving thousands of dollars and hours of your time by letting Collective handle your business paperwork. They say if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. But as a freelancer, there's always that dreaded paperwork that comes with it. With Collective, just focus on what you love. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs. So if that sounds like you, check out Collective. They'll handle all the paperwork you dread. Taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, even payroll. The best part, it's a fraction of the cost of a CPA. Join thousands of solopreneurs who have saved an average of $10,000 per year on taxes with their structure. So right now, Collective is offering one month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash LockedOnNHL. Tell them LockedOnNHL sent you. That's $550 value, guys, when you go to collective.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's collective.com slash LockedOnNHL. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome back to the postcast. I'm Ross Levitan. Forgot to introduce us right off the top. Pills, yeah, I was just so fired up that the Senators get to send everybody home happy for the first time in six games at home. Senators four, Calgary Flames one. Dustin Wolf. I was worried. I was worried. I was worried when they showed the starting goalies. They said, hey, from the WHL from 2017 to 2019, number one in saves, number one in save percentage, number one in goals against average. Then the next three years in the AHL, they showed the same stats. First, first, first. But not tonight. As nope. he gets his first NHL loss. He was 1-0 last season. Uh, what would you think as a goalie-friendly show for any Flames fans out there? Dustin Wolf's performance tonight. Was he the reason why the Senators won, like his old his W last name teammate uh, Joseph Wool was on Wednesday? <laughs> nice. Uh, no, I, I definitely don't think that uh, Wolf was to blame here. I thought he played all right. I mean the the Batherson goal. What are you going to do on that? That's just incredible hand-eye coordination play by Drake. The Joseph goal. That's a tip in front. The Charte goal. Absolutely no chance for him there. And then uh, I'm blanking on the, oh, the Hamnick goal. Maybe he wants the hammer goal back. <laughs> That's probably it. But overall, a good game for Dustin Wolf. He had a couple good saves where he gets over. And uh, that Norris one-timer that he stopped specifically had a couple good saves on Chikrin. But I, I think Flames fans, you've got a good goalie ahead of you. It's just going to take some time here. And you got to figure out how to get him in the mix with Mark Zerman Vladar there. It's kind of an awkward situation. Awkward situation all around in Calgary. Nikita Zadorov, agent, made it widely known yesterday that he wants out, and he looked disinterested at times. Like he was happy to take that interference penalty against Drake Batherson after he lost his stick or snapped it at the Ozone, and he was just casual on a few plays. Wasn't was it him who Batherson went around to set up the Rook Chartier goal? I think it was behind the net. Yeah, he like he like jumped. Ords and and Zadorov. I need to double check that one, but overall, it was uh, it was yeah. The Flames aren't good. It, it comes down to that. We have to keep in mind. I think that's why. I mean, everyone's happy to get the win. There's still a game under 500 right now in Sens Sens Nation. But at the same time, it's like okay, if you didn't get that one, it was more. 
I think we would obviously get a, a, a more stark reaction. But right now, it's like, okay, one step in the right direction. Go over there, have a couple practice days, and, and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, six and seven looks a whole lot better than five and eight, Ross. <laughs> so I'm just, uh, I'm glad they got this win. And they needed to give the fans at the CTC something to cheer about here. I mean, the the Glebe Central Pub shuttle bus to the Sens games, you got to bring those people back to the GCP with the W so they can celebrate. Yes. So put your panic button away, Sens fans. Gone. <laughs> because in the next- drawer, drawer shut. Next time you see the Ottawa Senators in this country, they might be above 500. We can hope. They've got two opportunities overseas, Minnesota, Detroit, and then we'll reassess when they get back. But let's assess tonight's game. Number one Sen Central standout is... You take it. Eunice Corpusallo. Boom. He was great early. He was great often. Huberto did not make any moves on that breakaway, but it was a breakaway save nonetheless and still worries me when he thinks he's going to play the puck. Yeah. But overall, he was very good starting quality goaltending from the Ottawa Senators' Eunice Corpusallo tonight. Yep, agreed, Ross. I definitely wanted to give Corpusallo some love. A 960 save percentage. How are you? You love to see that. And I'll say it again, but Corpusallo continues to impress me with his play down low. I really find when he's in his butterfly and he's got a scramble, maybe he's not the best at locating the puck, but he does a good job of making sure he's got everything covered down low so that if he can't find it and sticks are flying around, there's chaos and guys are getting rebounds. As long as they're not lifting it up, he's probably got that uh, ice level covered. So definitely shout out to Jonas Corpusallo here. And there was a bit of a scare at the near the end of the game where Kadri got tripped up and ran into him, but I think he's going to be okay, and he got lots of time to rest here. So I, I'm not uh, too concerned about Corpusella on that one. So what do you do? What do you do in that situation? You just hope because like you're not gonna you're not gonna take him out as a precaution because he had his right leg outside of the post. It was just the worst possible angle. So thankfully, stayed in the game. Yeah, I th- I was uh, a little nervous that they might have thought about putting Forsberg in there, but obviously it wasn't that bad that they needed to do that. So I'm I'm happy to see Corpusell finish this one off and and keep the try to pad those stats a little. He's got to get a little uh, a boost in numbers here. Swanky pants, is it time Swanky. tonight? A number one goalie in Ottawa, or are we still rolling this tandem? Thanks as always, boys. Thank you, Swanky pants, Mister Pants. Uh, I would say. Eunice Corpusallo, number one goalie here. I, I I would like to see at least for the time being moving forward, Corpusallo being treated as bona fide number one starter and Forsberg as a backup. Is that when they get back from Sweden? You can't take Forsberg to Sweden and not give him a start. No, I want to give I want to give Forsberg a start in Sweden, but I think you give him the Minnesota game just because that game up against the Red Wings is is much more important. And Minnesota Wild haven't had a great season as uh, you talk about goaltending struggles, Ross. I think we were talking about this the other day. Uh, Minnesota Wild is among the worst teams in goals against. So let's give Forsberg a chance up against them and uh, keep our number one guy Corpy in the net against division rivals. We'll have three days next week to preview the Sweden yeah, game. No kidding. The Detroit game comes first. Detroit yes. on Thursday, Minnesota on Saturday. Tonight it was a 4-1 win. Corpusallo 
number one standout and for number two who choose you uh, I'm going to go with Claude Giroux, Ross. I know maybe in the uh, maybe you have Matthew Joseph uh, in order there as number two, but I want to highlight Claude Giroux's game. You guys know in the postcast, I love talking about the faceoffs. It's such an important part of the game. I feel like it gets overlooked. And when you're talking about faceoffs with the Ottawa Senators, you got to talk about Claude Giroux. He goes 12 for 18, good for 67%. And they showed it on the broadcast. I love the way DJ Smith is just like, hey, Claude, I know you're tired. I know maybe this isn't your line out there. I may, maybe this isn't the situation you want to be in. Go out there, win the draw, hustle back to the bench. He did that shorthanded. He did that on the power play. And this guy just gets it done. He's such a calm, classic, grizzled vet that just knows how to work through the ebbs and flows of a game, let alone a season. So I love watching Claude Giroux out there. I feel like we've been hard on him, kind of not being as dominant or maybe uh, noticeable is a better word out there. But this guy's still above a point-per-game pace, and he has another great game tonight. You know who doesn't have a great game tonight? NHL.com for me. I can't even open the face-off summary, but that's my own my own. What do you want to know, Ross? I want to know all the face-off stats. Like the, the Ottawa Senators snap back 57%, but they really do lean on Claude Giroux. That's what made me think about it is that Claude Giroux on the penalty kill a couple times, took the face off and got off right away. So are they lacking confidence without Casty in the lineup to have that second face off guy? How did the other centermen do on Ottawa? How did Tim Stutzla and Josh Norris snap him back? And tell me Rook Chartier as well as he gets his first goal of the season tonight. Yeah, well, I looked right to Rook Chartier uh, right away, Ross, for uh, shorthanded face-offs. And wasn't his night in the dot. He goes three for nine. Uh, but then you look at uh, Brady, three for three, 100%, not too shabby. And then six for seven for Tim Stutzel, 66%. So they were spreading it around. But, I mean, Brady Chuck, he's not playing shorthanded. Uh, Timmy does uh, play shorthanded once in a while. But I think when you just have a guy that's as automatic as Claude Giroux, you just put he's, he's a face-off specialist. You just put him in there when you need him and get him off. Well, Timmy had an 85.7% night in the dot overall. T- tonight? Yeah, I think you were looking at shorthanded, w- weren't you? Oh, no, I said six for seven, not 67%, oh. six for seven. So, yes. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah, that's nice from Timmy. So, you're going with Claude Giroux, rightfully so. Led the team in expected goals percentage tonight as well. Was just a leader. Looks so good with the neck guard, too. It just, I feel like it goes in with, he just needs to get the sends, like the logo that's on their shoulder, and then he's literally bringing back the Yash and turtleneck. That's what we need here. Yep. I, Ross, I'd like to see more players wearing the neck guard. I know it's uh, it's not comfortable, blah, blah, blah. But I think especially with the black jerseys, it's a nice look uh, first. Uh, and then, obviously, you want to protect yourself as much as you can. Uh, hockey is a crazy game out there. You might as well give yourself the best chance of protection as possible. Hockey is a crazy game. Like when you go, he is awesome. When you go 56 games and you get three goals, none at even strength. (laughs) And then you can come out the next season and shut everybody up who was doubting you. That's what Matthew Joseph has done this year. He gets his fourth goal of the season and it takes him into game 13. He's dominant with his speed. He's a great penalty killer. Like I'm so happy that he's been able to turn around this quickly he looked lost last year, and yeah. it just goes to another reminder 
that when players suffer lower body injuries and speed is their number one attribute, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt over the next six to eight months or at least the next season to fully recover. Because he, imagine if they had paid a first or a second round pick to get rid yeah. of him and he was doing this. And Ross, they needed Matthew Joseph to figure things out because they were lacking a speedster on the third line, right? And uh, he is a guy, well, he doesn't play in the third line, but in that type of cap slot on your team, right? Making just under $3 million. And Matthew Joseph, he does a really great job drawing penalties as well. He drew two penalties tonight. And that's the kind of guy where... He's just got to know that his speed is such an asset. Just keep your feet moving and you're going to create plays or at the very least, you're going to draw penalties and penalties and tie a uh, tire, sorry, other teams out when they're on the ice. So like you mentioned, Ross, all the stick taps in the world go to Matt to Joseph for the way he's been able to turn this season around compared to last. And he used that speed to get a breakaway in the first period. Jake yep. Sanderson on a shorthanded opportunity. We used his skating and, found him right in the in the in the perfect kind of th- it was like a through ball in soccer where he skated perfectly into the puck and uh yeah. got to give credit to uh to the young goaltender Dustin Wolf who made the save on that particular opportunity. Now, Pilsy, I wish Martian was here cuz Martian was pretty tough on Drake Batherson after the last loss and he came out here and he's the fourth player that you want to highlight as a Sen Central standout. Hey, I I went to bat for Drake Batherson last postcast when it was not a popular opinion. Let me tell you that. And I, I thought he really kind of uh, doubled down this game playing a lot better. And you know what? Last game, I get it, guys. Uh, that was a game where the Ottawa Senators only scored two goals. So I was just picking one of the goal scorers because there wasn't a whole lot there. And Drake Batherson was directly a result of turning the puck over for a goal. But Right after in the media, he says, you know what? I know that's 100% on me. That's that's my fault. I got to be better. And I thought he was a lot better in this game. He gets a really nice goal where, like I mentioned, great hand-eye coordination. You can see him watching it, watching it, boom, times it and snaps it in. Uh, I wonder if he played some baseball out east as a kid, Ross. Maybe we can find that out because it looked like he had a good uh, – almost a bunt there where he's able to get it and Dustin Wolf has no chance. And I just thought he was stronger on the four check. You're not seeing him turn the puck over as much as he was at the, uh, certainly at the beginning of the season. And I just think obviously as the player, you don't want to get demoted in the lineup. And when you go from playing on a line with Brady Kachuk and Josh Norris to anywhere else, it's more, more likely than not you're being demoted. But I feel like he's a guy where, if you give him less ice time, there's less five on five for him to make those brutal defensive plays. And he's a little more fresher for the power play where he's a lot more lethal and a lot more successful. So I think switching Tarasenko and Batherson, that's what we called for Ross. When we were looking at the lines, what do we want to change? How can this team be better? DJ Smith, he does it. And it turned out a lot better. I thought Batherson looked better in his spot. And I thought Tarasenko looked great on that line as well. The Ottawa Senators win 4-1 to against the Calgary Flames. The scoring summary, Matthew Joseph opened for Ottawa. Assists to Jake Sanderson, who just had such a, a perfect pivot, bring to the middle, snap in a deflectable shot, and Joseph takes advantage. His fourth of the season, Sanderson's seventh assist, and Tim Stutzla with a beauty seam pass, his 13th assist and first of two tonight. Then in the second period, as Pilsy said, Drake Batherson stepped up to the plate and batted one out of the air after Kachuk kind of, 
I don't know, cradled Jacob Chikrin's rebound. Um, so Kachuk's fourth assist of the season. Chikrin gets his seventh assist. And then Blake Coleman scored on a two-on-one where uh, Travis Hamannick was walking in quicksand at the offensive blue line, gets beat, and he, there's no recovery there. Yeah, that's a tough one for Hamannick for sure. And then, I mean – Brandy, I guess that's the right play, but when you're five foot one, uh, diving on the ice doesn't cover a whole lot of surface area. So I don't know if that's necessarily the right play, but you do got to give stick taps. It was, it was a nice pass and Coleman puts it away. So what are you going to do? That's going to happen once in a while. You know what you're going to do, Pilsy? First, you're going to do nothing on a five on three just to, just to put the level, the temperature a little bit higher in the building going to the third period. And then the two most unlikely sources, Rourke Chartier and Travis Hamannick, will each score their first goal of the season and put this game away in a span of a minute and 22 seconds. Rourke Chartier scored his three minutes and 50 seconds into the third off that beautiful tic-tac-toe passing play. Drake Batherson was was so solid for checking. He should literally watch that play on repeat the entire trip to Sweden. The zone entry with speed, try to make a move, get a puck on net, go retrieve it, battle down low and, and make a play. Well, and he had a nice, he had great forechecking with his goal uh, up against Vancouver as well, Ross. So, you know what? Maybe Batherson, his defensive game and the turnovers are looking really bad and they have been bad, but the forechecking, I will say, especially on a line uh, where he's kind of the guy that's going to be expected to do that over, uh, who was he playing with? Kubelik and Yarventi on that third line, like Batherson's got to be the driver on that line. And I thought he stepped up and I thought he really elevated his game, even though he got demoted uh, in the lineup. So sick taps to drink. The senators will travel to Sweden on Sunday. So um, yes, tomorrow. And then they're going to shake the cobwebs out right away. Senators um, PR tweeting out that they will be practicing at 1.15 local time on Monday, which is 7.15 a.m. Eastern time. Mm. So off the plane, onto the ice, they're going to try to beat this jet lag. So they'll have all day, all, well, all afternoon Monday, if they, they uh, practice at local time, 1 p.m. Tuesday, Wednesday, and then it's a game day. So I feel like at that point, you should be, you should be uh, rested enough to, to be ready to go. Yeah, I think so. And Ross, they, I got to assume uh, they've had people take a look at the most effective way to kind of plan out the time zone change, the sleep schedule, when you should get them back on the ice. And I, this, I would hope this would have been a very thought out process of how they're going to schedule things going up to the Sweden games. Well, let's see if it's best in class, Pilsy. We'll have plenty of time yes. to discuss Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We'll have a Send Central Citizen. We want to get people on who are overseas for the games. Yes. It seems like there's, from just kind of the level of interest I've seen on Twitter and the people posting, that either they're already over there. Like, I know the Send Centennial guys are already over there. Dr. Bob is over there. Of course, Dr. Bob. Couldn't drive. I was going to say, well, maybe, Ross, we don't know. Maybe he uh, parked his Toyota on a, on a boat and sat in it the whole way. And he did not fly. He's still technically in the car. I would I would let that slide. I would allow that. Um, what I do want to say, though, is, yeah, Ross mentioned we're going to try to get a Send Central Citizen. If you have not been a Send Central Citizen and you're going to the Sweden games, send us a DM because we want to we want to get 
someone before the Sweden games. And we've got a couple people that we've already pegged as uh, boots on the ground reporters for uh, after the Sweden games. So let us know if you're waiting to be a Sun Central citizen, you're heading over to Sweden. Our, our guy, Sean Redding is going to be over there. Our guy, yes. Dylan DJ Como is going to be over there. So we're going to make sure to get all your voices heard either before or after the, uh, the Ottawa Senate or during, because there is that, uh, that Friday between the two games. So lots to get to there for the Ottawa Senators before playing a divisional matchup where a win against Detroit would put them over 500. That would be a beautiful thing. Pilsy, finally, I want to bring up, we always do this after every game, shout out the hockey game cards at hockey stat cards. But I'm going to, you know, I like to put you on the spot. A little trivia never hurt. Hit me. Who had the best game according to the advanced analytics for the Ottawa Senators tonight? Well, I know we talked about Claude Giroux having the team leading goals for percentage. So, and I know he had a decent course. So I'm going to go with Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux is third. Okay. So that's not a bad guess. No, it's not. But do you want a hint? Yeah. He was not one of our four Send Central standouts. Ooh. Tarasenko? No, it was not Vladimir Tarasenko. Chikrin. No, it was not Jacob Chikrin. You get one more guess, and I want the chat to be lighting up. Who's number one? And until I see who's number one, I'm not going to tell you. Tim Stutzla is number one. Oh, got it. Yes. Woo. Just, there we go. just in the nick of time. You get it. It's Tim Stutzla with two assists tonight. Tim Stutzla leading this Ottawa Senators team. It's it's so funny because he does have another gear. Again tonight, couple giveaways, whether it's on the power play. And I know you take the good one with the bad, Pilsy, but you want to limit the bad as much as you can. But at the end of the day, the numbers don't lie. And Tim Stutzla has 17 points in 13 games. On 14 assists in 13 games, Ross. Like, even without goals, he's at a point above a point per game pace. Like, quietly, Timmy Superstar is, he's working in the shadows. He's not, he doesn't have his cape and he's not flying around being obvious about it. He's just quietly doing his thing out there. So, shout out Tim Stutzla. As long as he can get that shooting percentage up a little bit, he's got the lowest shooting percentage of any senator with four or more points. There's a stat for you. He's only shooting 7.7%. That's tied with Rourke Chartier in shooting percentage. So we got to pop that up. And one of his goals was on, on an empty net. So really, he's only scored two goals on a goalie. So sheesh. But 13 points at even strength in 13 games. So Timmy's getting it done, and you still think there's another gear. The Ottawa Senators also have a 36-year-old, 37-year-old in Claude Giroux at over a point per game. So we'll have plenty to break down here. The next segment of games is done. We wanted a little better, but at least you win two out of the last three, including the one against the Leafs, which felt yep. a little, you know, you puff your chest out a little bit after Battle of Ontario. Pilsy, any final thoughts as we head into a recovery Sunday? And then Monday, we hit the ground running because next week, is the week the Senators get back to 500. Final thoughts for me is, uh, I know I already mentioned it, but it cannot be emphasized enough. Getting getting this win is just so huge that you're not stewing on a loss and that you could snap that uh, winless streak at home. You got to win at home. You got to win before stretches. And it's November. 
every win is so much sweeter because Sens fans aren't used to getting wins in November. So that's another win in November. What are they, two for four in November? Two and four, right? No. Let's do six no- games already in November? Let's do November. Kings, 0-1. Oh Lightning, 0-2. Oh Leafs, 1-2. Vancouver Connects, 1-3. So they're two for three. Two and three. They're two and yeah. three in five games. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, so, And that was counting. Not math, guys. Sorry. Not math, guys. Uh, but Worst podcasting we've ever done. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's debatable. Um, but yes, it's awesome. They got that win. A 4-1 win over the Calgary Flames. You got to beat teams when they're down. And this Calgary te- Flames team is down. And... Now they get to chill. They get to, as Meth said, you get to have a couple laughs on the plane, get the card games going, uh, go get some uh, sightseeing done in Sweden, have some good team bonding experiences, get some of the Europeans that are usually typically a little bit more quiet over here, get them with the green light, having fun, and uh, the vibes are good heading into the first game in Sweden. Let's go. Who gets the fire helmet for their bag on the trip to Sweden? Dominic Kubelik has it. We put the four options we went with in the Sen Central standouts presented by the Glebe Central Pub. Eunice Corpusallo, Drake Batherson, Matthew Joseph, and Claude Giroux. We're seeing some write-ins for Tim Stutzla and Fair. Who do you think Dominic Kubelik gives it to? I'm going to say that he's not going to boomerang it back to Corpusallo. So by default, I'm going to scratch Corpusallo out, even though nice game, Corpy. Uh, you know what? I, I... Rook Charte might get it. They love giving it to guy like Rook Charte. That's his first goal as an Ottawa Senator. So look out for Rook Charte and Kubalik assisted on that goal. So he's like, hey, thanks for getting me my first apple of the season. I needed that. So I'm going, this is a sneaky one, probably long odds on FanDuel.com. I wish there was a uh, who gets the fire helmet odds maker there. Maybe we'll talk to our people, get that done, Ross. But I'm going Rook Charte for the fire helmet. Rook Charte scored. His second NHL goal tonight, the first since 2018. And Bruce yeah. Kiriak tweeting that after the game, Chartier told Kachuk before the game. Sorry, that's a, that was brutal English here. We're, we're basically... Not math, not English, not science, not doctors. This is basically after dark. It may as we well. We just talk hockey. Bruce Kiriak has a tweet here. So Chartier told everyone that this morning he told Kachuk that he was overdue. I think it's been five years since he last scored. So... I'm excited. Yeah, the emotion. And I was going to call him a young kid, but I feel like Timmy would call him a young kid. Hey, great when young kids come up and, and do that. It's like Timmy's six years older than you. He did that <laughs> the other day with uh, Sanderson after the Leafs game. He goes, he goes, it's great seeing young kids like that come in the league. It's like he's four months younger than you. That's hilarious. I love that. Just a vet. But uh, I'm going to go. And funny that you said Chartier because I'm going to go with Drake Batherson, the man who started that okay. tic-tac-toe. So, I have the guy who gave Kubelik the puck, and you have the guy who Kubelik gave the puck um, to get the fire helmet. We'll get that video on Twitter. We'll retweet it, of course, at Send Central. Shout out to Ottawa Fire as well. Love the uh, the work they're doing in the community, and it's cool that we're going to get these buckets for our Send Central. Oh, yeah. uh, we just have to figure out how to get them to our locations uh, sooner rather than later. But Pilsy, heck of a show tonight. Senators win 4-1. to one. A defensive juggernaut, the Ottawa Senators, only allowing one goal. Easy. Easy now. (laughs) And now we head over to Sweden. Beautiful Sweden. 
We'll talk to you on Monday for Brandon Piller. I'm Ross Levitan. Shout out to the Glebe Central Pub, 779 Bank Street. Check out the Send Shuttle, $17. Get you to and from the CTC right back to the Glebe. Senators win 4-1. to one. Two points for Tim Stutzla. Two points for Drake Batherson. And a lot of firsts. The first goal for Rourke Chartier this season. The first goal for Travis Hamnick this season. Oh, soak in it, Sens fans. You deserve it after a tough couple of weeks. We'll talk to you on Monday in the Locked On Senators podcast. Have a great Sunday, everyone. For Pilsy, I'm Ross. Go Sens go in the chat. We absolutely love it. Sens win 4-1. We're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.